It's spoiler in time, folks. This is a companion show to Cord Killers. On Cord Killers, we're telling you where to find shows. There's so many shows out there these days, and a lot of them are free and easy to watch. Uh, so we, on Spoiler in Time, are digging into the vaults and finding some great old watches to look at and talk about here. I'm Tom Merritt. He's Brian Brushwood. Heck yeah, man. My big question is, uh, what are we starting with first? So we are finishing up our watch of Miami Vice uh, with Season 5, Episode 7, Asian Cut. Now, as those of you who've been following along with us know, uh, we're not watching these in order. So our previous episode was 5.04, right? So we've missed a couple of episodes here. Um, Asian Cut was picked because it's the return of Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa, uh, who you might re recognize from Man in the High Castle. If you watch that on Amazon Prime, he's been in a lot of other things too as, as well. Um, he played a different character the previous time we saw him in Miami Vice. And I was surprised by that, Brian. I don't know about you. Uh, I, 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 oh, man, uh, there's no way for me to respond to that. That doesn't make me uh, look uh, racist. Uh, I, I didn't know. It's notice. kind of a bad thing to cast the same guy for two different characters. That's not your fault, Brian. That's Miami Vice's fault. Uh, well, especially because the other character he played was uh, Castillo's friend, like his buddy. And this guy is just kind of a weird pervert. Well, and also, and, and on top of that, like uh, I saw the note that we're watching it because so-and-so is back again. And then what's the first thing they find? A cut up hooker and they're like, again? And I'm like, did 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 we see a cutting hooker episode? And yeah, now we're no, seeing we it again? Not. You're, not, you're not wrong. That is not what we saw. Um, this episode, I, let me, I'm going to pull up my note here. Um, there was a, in, Almost interesting twist with the professor being the guy behind it. I kind of knew it wasn't who they wanted us to think it was. It wasn't going to be Carrie's character. I was a little suspicious of the professor, but I didn't see him partnering with Carlos. So that was interesting to me. Uh, but even with that twist, this was a pretty uninteresting story. Everything was very predictable and on rails for Miami Vice. It wasn't very groundbreaking. So keep in mind, we watched the show with through different lenses. I am Certainly. utterly fascinated by the production side of things. And it is amazing to me to see lighting set up. And I know that in order to get this angle of a blue light down, they must have a crane shot. And in order to keep these leaves in motion, they must have a fan. And I know what parts are ADR and I see the hose down sets and I see the expensive stuff, which is what is so remarkable when the script is so poorly written at times <laughs> and and when the actors do things like stick a key in a lock and don't finish opening the lock and open the door before <laughs> before it's opened at, at all and also um can we agree i maybe it was just me but i derived so much joy of 15 minutes of this comedy act of nothing but castillo going to a professor saying tell me about these symbols they look Asian. <laughs> These symbols, they do look very Asian. But you oh, know, yeah. there's different Especially type of Asian symbols. <laughs> literally, yeah. literally last week, he knew Thai. <laughs> he knew Thai. He loves Japan. He's the could Miami be. Samurai. Come on. There's, they could be Thai. They could be Japanese. There's no way of knowing. <laughs> a, I'm only the professor of Asian symbols. Oh. And then, uh, and then, and, and to be clear, to be clear, these aren't characters. 
characters. They're not hiragana. They're not hangul. They're, 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 these are symbols. So it's not as ridiculous as if it was actual writing. But some still. Of, well, yeah. well, it's weird because some of them look like they look could be like kanakana actual, or kanji. Like, yeah, yeah, kanji. But, right? I know. But then I some mean, of them are just moons. Some of them is just, are just a crescent moon. In fact, that was my favorite part is he goes to the Asian studies guy. He's like, look at these pictures. And the first one he opens is just a picture of a moon. And he goes, oh. <laughs> these symbols sure what look that means. Asian. Asian moon. <laughs> what? They have the same one. There's, there's also these moments... Uh, there's also these moments, and I know they're framing everything for four three, but it's like uh, the the father who's looking for the daughter comes marching in. It was like, "Where's my daughter?" And then uh, he's like, "Have a seat." And so he comes in, and he uh, the father who's going presumably to this police department for the very first time slams his newspaper down, plops himself into Tubbs' chair, and Tubbs and spreads his legs wide, and Tubbs takes a seat on the corner of the desk very comfortably putting his knee right between his legs uh by the way this this is the shot that i'm thinking of right here yeah it's those two know each other i i know i know it's like i'm i I have so much by the way by the way also in that shot something i noticed uh trudy just never changes out of her cover uh, and, and is meeting with members of the public dressed up like a hooker from, from being undercover. Also, you know, can't, can't be bothered to take off her gloves while handling police files. Do you know how hard it is to, to turn pages when you got those gloves on? Get no dexterity. Uh, On top of that, uh, there are so many moments like uh, uh, like, uh, the daughter who gets killed. He pulls back the tarp and and the guy goes, oh, my beautiful daughter. And she very clearly goes... Yes, no, I'm like, you should try to revive her. Well, that wasn't the first time. I think when they find her, when they find her dead the first time, you could see she's breathing. Like, you like, Wait, render aid. But then, but then uh, that side by side with with like truly brilliant production and also, yeah, truly dark themes. Like the way they handle the fact that they imply that she was molested by her dad. Which I thought was going to be a big deal in the plot, and they sort of wave it away as like, eh, I got help. Which kind of is a bad taste after the last time we ran into this uh-huh. with Miami Vice, where it was like, oh, did did this character just kind of get gratuitously assaulted? Uh, yeah, I guess so. We're just that just happened. It's 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 so non consequential. It's just shock. Um, However, having said that. I did find the end act rather shocking. It was very legit creepy. Like, uh, uh, I, oh, I, where he's like got the mannequins and he's talking as if he's in class. Well, and, and plus also, I don't think that like, if this was just on television on Friday night live, I don't think I would have caught the fact that he clicks off the tape recorder. Like it was subtle mm-hmm. enough. Uh, and the only re- reason I noticed it is because the closed captioning says clicks off tape recorder, <laughs> which made me think, Oh, is he just doing a play pretend lecture? And yeah, uh, uh, it, it, there was a brief moment that it was really confusing. Uh, I, there was a brilliant scene there too, where Carlos who's bald hides among the mannequins who are all bald. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, that, that's that's clever. That's a nice little shot there. Yeah, but they didn't make much of it. E- even though it was melodramatic, I uh, I kind of bought the insane Hannibal Lecter energy from our yeah. bad guy. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Although, 
we've already had Trudy uh, uh, be told, stay down and yet get up and shoot someone dead uh, before. If this was a real police agency, she would not be authorized for field work at this point. Well, and then wait, was it was it the last Miami Vice that we watched or or maybe one of them before where Trudy is like consoling someone who had who got their first uh, right. kill? Yeah, it was like, ah, it's happened to me, too. Yeah. And, and it's going to happen in a couple more episodes. <laughs> yeah, that that's a really weird thing because they've already done it. So they can't they don't put too much weight on it but she's clearly torn up it's a very bad position for this episode to be in um uh i did yeah. find it a bit odd that uh mr australian uh, uh bad reporter uh they don't explain how he ends up at the doctor's house but he does freak out at the photos of the cuts unfortunately mm-hmm. if you were paying attention to the writing of the plot castillo said please look at these and have them <laughs> like, like, like there was no reason to the for journalist. No, yeah, no, to the doctor, the journalist went to the doctor's house and freaked out because he saw photos of the cuts. Mm-hmm. It was Castillo that gave him the photos of the cuts. Castillo to didn't inspect. give it to the journalist. No, no, he gave it to the professor. Right. right. So why is the journalist freaking out? He's freaking he's out. Because he's never seen it. Uh, that's fine, but but uh, but why? Let's say the journalist was. Or let's I, say let's say the doctor it. was guilty of nothing, right? Okay. Why is the journalist freaking out? Oh, I, okay, okay, okay. He has, has he the seen, pictures that the, Castillo gave him to inspect. I think I know what Brian's after here. It's not that he's freaking out. That's weird. It's that the implication is that he has discovered the killer because we now know that the professor is, but really he should be not freaking out like, Oh my God, this guy did this, which is kind of the implication. He should be freaking out of like, Ooh, I found the goods. I found the thing. At which point he, he acts as if he's he afterwards when he's caught, he acts as if, Oh, you're the killer. But Brian's right. He's not. He's just the professor who's being the consulted so about these photographs. That That's why the photographs the are there at that point. I, I I think I get what you're saying, Brian. I okay. Uh, okay. I mean, like like it's not a smoking gun. It's as though it's. But as, but I, I he said but, he would be upset that he got but, caught. But the journalist the is out of the loop here. Like I think it's also reasonable to say the journalist doesn't know what what Castillo did and didn't give well, them or and why he should have held on to it. How the journalist discovered the professor was part of this? Then that would shed some light on it. Yeah. yeah they totally yeah. cut that part out. You just have to assume he did some mm-hmm. snooping around or whatever. Yeah. I mean, the journalist, you meal cobbler. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. It was, yeah. Not uh, a very, very weird positioning of the New York times in 19 late 1980s. But I, I was confused because they kept saying like, he, he thinks he's a big time journalist and he always identifies himself as from the New York times. But the implication was that that wasn't true. Yeah, it, it, that's uh, what I took it as, is that he yeah. was always trading on a big name and but was, was not at all weird. associated with it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, also, uh, at the halfway mark, I don't know if you guys remember this, but <laughs> I guess somehow they, they co-opt the escort agency's phone number 
and uh, oh, right. uh, uh yeah. the one that's not Trudy, uh, uh, uh she answers and like so Gina. And so, Gina is like so and so escort service, and he's like, I'm looking for a woman with experience. And then, meanwhile, cut to the room where all the boys are, are looking huddled around a computer with Switek, and he's like, I'm tracing it, I'm tracing it, and then and uh, and he's booking an appointment with a prostitute. And then they're all like, oh, yeah, we we got it. We got the address. While and he's then, saying the address. Why, the because line. presumably he has to tell them where to go send the prostitutes. Including what was the, that? Including the apartment number. They should have cut it out. Yeah. It undercuts the entire, like, half a second. What half of a second between Well, obviously, it? he's he's not going to give the address. He's going to meet her somewhere else than where he's calling from. Now they have his real address. But, yeah, no, but then they just deliver her right to that address. I know. They make sure to put a big sign in the room number the whole nine yards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can can uh, we talk about the uh, the artist guy, uh, the guy who just loves mannequins and knives and uh, uh, oh, is yeah, dressed Carrie, like... Oh, yeah, Carrie, our guest, uh, who is totally innocent of, of anything. He's a, he's a MacGuffin in this, uh, but he does throw a knife at Tubbs at one point. Uh, well, of, yeah, he, 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 he's just very precisely hitting the butt of whatever mannequin on there. But yeah. uh, but stay on this shot, Bryce, because um, uh, uh, number one, I, I thought that, that his art was sufficiently creepy, and I thought that that read and was timeless in the, the set design <laughs> stuff, uh, if elementary. However, um, uh, the pendant that he's wearing, Bryce, uh, what can you tell me about in the late 80s people who wore that particular fashion pendant? Well, I don't, I don't know the answer specifically, but I know what a ring that size and shape could be used for. Uh, in 1993, the single most... By the way, if you go to eBay right now, it is a mint copy is $900 plus dollars for uh for a magic or sparkle ring ken uh a ken doll that has the exact same pendant and it is infamous because after being released uh sex uh columnist, Ear, earring magic ken that's right or gay ken <laughs> yep. oh my god <laughs> uh dan savage uh wrote hey that's a that's a sex device yeah (laughs) that is a that is a ring that goes around a certain place of the body and uh (laughs) yeah okay i make i I, okay i could see that i mean we see snm stuff in this okay yes that's a fun that's a fun catch i i probably wouldn't i didn't even realize he had a pendant um but it definitely looks like one. Uh, it definitely that is that. Like uh, it, I, I went down like a 30-minute rabbit hole last night trying to figure out, like, did I just imagine, am I projecting or whatever this? Apparently, in the late 80s, that was a way to, uh, that was a popular, to wear a sex accessory in that way was a good way to signal at, like, a, a, a gay raves uh, that you were down to play or whatever. And then... Um, uh, it, it caught on uh, even among lesbian communities, even though it would not be a functional device among them because they wanted right. a signal uh, 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 what community they were a part of. And then uh, 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 enough people saw it that through focus groups, Mattel asked kids like, well, what, what would be cool? Happened. And they talked about, you know, well, my uncle has this cool pendant that, that he wears. And then uh, a Ken doll was released with that pendant, and it was recalled once. Once Dan Savage said, "Yeah, that's that's a ring." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and oh, now yeah. they're worth a lot. And in fact, that Ken shows up in the movie Barbie with a different pendant. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
yeah, it, 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 they really seem to like dress the the Tagoro character up very very much. He always had the he had the very broad he had blue hair too. Yeah, yeah, he had colored colored hair. Like I I don't know. Um, they they were doing the Matrix ten years before the Matrix. <laughs> Both him and uh, 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 what's his name Gordo. Also, or, in what? one of those scenes, Sonny just like breaks a vase. Does that that that's a thing you could do as a police officer? You just knock over a vase. And- oh, that was metal. Actually, I I thought that was pretty like uh like that was legit. He's like, whatever. I broke your pottery. Sorry. Well, sure, but in reality, uh, they would like charge the police department for that. Like, I'm I'm sure that vase was valuable, right? Not just a prop. Uh. In, in this person's world, right? In this in the, fine in the story. art house. But, but also, the criminals know that all the cops have to say is, it was an accident, and it would go nowhere, so they wouldn't even bother. Are you to... sure, though? That, that, that's In my head, it played out as like, I don't care if it's an accident or not. You damaged invaluable property, and you have to, you have to pay for it. I don't know. I, I, I feel like maybe you've not seen enough maybe. episodes of Miami Vice. Also, he nope. wasn't guilty at all. That guy didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, it was one of the nicest sleazy hotels I've ever seen in an episode of Miami Vice. It was very well decorated. Apparently the escort, what is it? The office where they, where the escort is, um, is the same one used in an episode by hooker by crook from season three, Ah, uh, which okay. was also an escort service. Located- Cheryl Stone, not Sharon, Cheryl. Stone. I wondered, I wondered if that, uh, if, if. There was a causal relationship one way or the other. When don't know. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No. Um I, else? I rather oh. I like this more than you I had expected a good time. to. Well, mainly because it was it was like a magic trick. I kept being fascinated by the quality. Like we are at peak quality of production, and yet the acting is so bad and the script is so bad. And 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 it it it, it tickles me in a fascinating way. Well, folks, uh, we only have one, two, three, four episodes of Miami Vice left. So we need your suggestions now. What should we watch after Miami Vice? Uh, It doesn't have to be on a fast service, but the more widely available it is for others to watch along with us, uh, the better. Uh, We're watching this one on Tubi right now. it also doesn't have to be like whole season of stuff. We we could we we kind of throw out some suggestions before of like themed collections of episodes, uh, you know, from other shows and, and things like that. So send those along to us, cordkillers at gmail.com. Next week, we will be watching episode 11 of season five, Miami Squeeze, uh, with guest appearances from Rita Moreno and Paul Provenza. Oh, wow. Yeah. So watch that and then come back and chat along with us here. If you are a patron, you get these episodes early. You also get After Talk, where we talk about even more shows uh, to help you figure out what to watch. So become a patron, patreon.com slash cordgillers, and we will spoil you again next time. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>